Welcome back to the weekly Bible reading. This is week 68. This week we're going to read Jeremiah chapters 50 through 52 and the book of Lamentations. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, great, awesome God, you are in control of the universe. You are in control of the nations. You will cause the rise and fall of each nation as you choose for the purposes that you have. We are thankful that you are righteous and just and that your purposes are good. We know that you are working for our good. If we would only join with you, we would fulfill our purpose on this earth. We pray that we would follow you. We see sin in this world and all the horrible things it creates, all the damage that it does. We know that you hate sin. We pray that we can hate sin like you do. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 50 The word that Yahweh spoke concerning Babylon, concerning the land of the Chaldeans, by Jeremiah the prophet. Declare among the nations and publish, and set up a standard. Publish and don't conceal. Say, Babylon has been taken. Bel is disappointed. Merodach is dismayed. Her images are disappointed. Her idols are dismayed. For a nation comes up out of the north against her, which will make her land desolate, and no one will dwell in it. They have fled. They are gone, both man and animal. In those days and at that time, says Yahweh, the children of Israel will come, they and the children of Judah together. They will go on their way weeping, and will seek Yahweh their God. They will inquire concerning Zion with their faces turned toward it, saying, Come, and join yourselves to Yahweh in an everlasting covenant that will not be forgotten. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. All who found them have devoured them. Their adversaries said, We are not guilty, because they have sinned against Yahweh, the habitation of righteousness, even Yahweh, the hope of their fathers. Flee out of the middle of Babylon. Go out of the land of the Chaldeans, and be as the male goats before the flocks. For behold, I will stir up, and cause to come up against Babylon a company of great nations from the north country, and they will set themselves in array against her. She will be taken from there. Their arrows will be as of an expert mighty man. None of them will return in vain. Chaldea will be a prey. All who prey on her will be satisfied, says Yahweh. Because you are glad, because you rejoice, O you who plunder my heritage, because you are wanton as a heifer that treads out the grain, and nay, as strong horses. Your mother will be utterly disappointed. She who bore you will be confounded. Behold, she will be the least of the nations, a wilderness, a dry land, and a desert. Because of Yahweh's wrath, she won't be inhabited, but she will be wholly desolate. Everyone who goes by Babylon will be astonished and hiss at all her plagues. Set yourself in array against Babylon all around, all you who bend the bow, shoot at her, spare no arrows, for she has sinned against Yahweh. Shout against her all around. She has submitted herself. Her bulwarks have fallen. 
her walls have been thrown down, for it is the vengeance of Yahweh. Take vengeance on her, as she has done, do to her. Cut off the sower from Babylon, and him who handles the sickle in the time of harvest. For fear of the oppressing sword, they will each return to their own people, and they will each flee to their own land. Israel is a hunted sheep. The lions have driven him away. First, the king of Assyria devoured him, and now at last, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has broken his bones. Therefore, Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will punish the king of Babylon and his land, as I have punished the king of Assyria. I will bring Israel again to his pasture, and he will feed on Carmel and Bashan. His soul will be satisfied on the hills of Ephraim and in Gilead. In those days, and at that time, says Yahweh, the iniquity of Israel will be sought for, and there will be none. Also the sins of Judah, and they won't be found, for I will pardon them whom I leave as a remnant. Go up against the land of Miriathaim, even against it, and against the inhabitants of Pekod. Kill and utterly destroy after them, says Yahweh, and do according to all that I have commanded you. A sound of battle is in the land, and of great destruction. How the hammer of the whole earth is cut apart and broken. How Babylon has become a desolation among the nations. I have laid a snare for you, and you are also taken, Babylon, and you weren't aware. You are found and also caught, because you have fought against Yahweh. Yahweh has opened his armory, and has brought out the weapons of his indignation. For the Lord, Yahweh of armies, has a work to do in the land of the Chaldeans. Come against her from the farthest border. Open her storehouses. Cast her up as heaps. Destroy her utterly. Let nothing of her be left. Kill all her bulls. Let them go down to the slaughter. Woe to them, for their day has come, the time of their visitation. Listen to those who flee and escape out of the land of Babylon to declare in Zion the vengeance of Yahweh our God, the vengeance of his temple. Call together the archers against Babylon, all those who bend the bow, encamp against her all around, let none of it escape. Pay her back according to her work, according to all that she has done, do to her, for she has been proud against Yahweh, against the Holy One of Israel. Therefore her young men will fall in her streets, all her men of war will be brought to silence in that day, says Yahweh. Behold, I am against you, you proud one, says the Lord, Yahweh of armies, for your day has come, the time that I will visit you. The proud one will stumble and fall, and no one will raise him up. I will kindle a fire in his cities, and it will devour all who are around him. Yahweh of armies says, The children of Israel and the children of Judah are oppressed together. All who took them captive hold them fast. They refuse to let them go. Their Redeemer is strong. Yahweh of armies is his name. He will thoroughly plead their cause, that he may give rest to the earth, and disquiet to the inhabitants of Babylon. A sword is on the Chaldeans, says Yahweh, and on the inhabitants of Babylon, on her princes, and on her wise men. A sword is on the boasters, and they will become fools. A sword is on her mighty men, and they will be dismayed. A sword is on their horses, on their chariots, and on all the mixed people who are in the middle of her, and they will become as women. A sword is on her treasures, and they will be robbed. A drought is on her waters, and they will be dried up. For it is a land of engraved images, and they are mad over idols. Therefore the wild animals of the desert with the wolves will dwell there. 
the ostriches will dwell therein, and it will be inhabited no more forever, neither will it be lived in from generation to generation. As when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah and its neighbor cities, says Yahweh, so no man will dwell there, neither will any son of man live therein. Behold, a people comes from the north, and a great nation, and many kings will be stirred up from the uttermost parts of the earth. They take up bow and spear, they are cruel and have no mercy. Their voice roars like the sea, they ride on horses, everyone set in array, as a man in the battle, against you, daughter of Babylon. The king of Babylon has heard the news of them, and his hands become feeble, anguish has taken hold of him, pains as of a woman in labor. Behold, the enemy will come up like a lion, from the pride of the Jordan against the strong habitation, for I will suddenly make them run away from it. Whoever is chosen, I will appoint him over it. For who is like me? Who will appoint me a time? Who is the shepherd who can stand before me? Therefore hear the counsel of Yahweh that he has taken against Babylon, and his purposes that he has purposed against the land of the Chaldeans. Surely they will drag them away, even the little ones of the flock. Surely he will make their habitation desolate over them. As the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth trembles, and the cry is heard among the nations. Chapter 51 Yahweh says, Behold, I will raise up against Babylon, and against all who dwell in Libkamai, a destroying wind. I will send to Babylon strangers who will winnow her. They will empty her land. For in the day of trouble they will be against her all around. Against him who bends, let the archer bend his bow. Also against him who lifts himself up in his coat of mail. Don't spare her young men. Utterly destroy all her army. They will fall down slain in the land of the Chaldeans, and thrust through in her streets. For Israel is not forsaken, nor Judah by his God, by Yahweh of armies, though their land is full of guilt against the Holy One of Israel. Flee out of the middle of Babylon. Everyone save his own life. Don't be cut off in her iniquity, for it is the time of Yahweh's vengeance. He will render to her a recompense. Babylon has been a golden cup in Yahweh's hand, who made all the earth drunk. The nations have drunk of her wine. Therefore the nations have gone mad. Babylon has suddenly fallen and been destroyed. Wail for her. Take balm for her pain. Perhaps she may be healed. We would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her, and let each go into his own country. For her judgment reaches to heaven, and is lifted up even to the skies. Yahweh has produced our righteousness. Come, and let's declare in Zion the work of Yahweh our God. Make the arrows sharp. Hold the shields firmly. Yahweh has stirred up the spirit of the kings of the Medes, because his purpose is against Babylon to destroy it. For it is the vengeance of Yahweh, the vengeance of his temple. Set up a standard against the walls of Babylon. Make the watch strong. Set the watchmen and prepare the ambushes. For Yahweh has both proposed and done that which he spoke concerning the inhabitants of Babylon. You who dwell on many waters, abundant in treasures, your end has come, the measure of your covetousness. Yahweh of armies has sworn by himself, saying, Surely I will fill you with men, as with the canker worm, and they will lift up a shout against you. He has made the earth by his power. He has established the world by his wisdom. By understanding he has stretched out the heavens. When he utters his voice, there is a roar of waters in the heavens, and he causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain, 
and brings the wind out of his treasuries. Every man has become brutish without knowledge. Every goldsmith is disappointed by his image, for his molten image is falsehood, and there is no breath in them. They are vanity, a work of delusion. In the time of their visitation they will perish. The portion of Jacob is not like these, for he is the former of all things, including the tribe of his inheritance. Yahweh of armies is his name. You are my battle-axe and weapons of war. With you I will break the nations into pieces. With you I will destroy kingdoms. With you I will break in pieces the horse and his rider. With you I will break in pieces the chariot and him who rides therein. With you I will break in pieces man and woman. With you I will break in pieces the old man and the youth. With you I will break in pieces the young man and the virgin. With you I will break in pieces the shepherd and his flock. With you I will break in pieces the farmer and his yoke. With you I will break in pieces governors and deputies. I will render to Babylon and all the inhabitants of Chaldea all their evil that they have done in your sight, says Yahweh. Behold, I am against you, destroying mountain, says Yahweh, which destroys all the earth. I will stretch out my hand on you, roll you down from the rocks, and will make you a burned mountain. They won't take a cornerstone from you, nor a stone for foundations, but you will be desolate forever, says Yahweh. Set up a standard in the land, blow the trumpet among the nations, prepare the nations against her, call together against her the kingdoms of Ararat, Mini, and Ashkenaz, appoint a marshal against her, cause the horses to come up as the rough canker worm, prepare against her the nations, the kings of the Medes, its governors, and all its deputies, and all the land of their dominion. The land trembles and is in pain, for the purposes of Yahweh against Babylon stand, to make the land of Babylon a desolation without inhabitant. The mighty men of Babylon have stopped fighting. They remain in their strongholds. Their might has failed. They have become as women. Her dwelling places are set on fire. Her bars are broken. One runner will run to meet another, and one messenger to meet another, to show the king of Babylon that his city is taken on every quarter. So the passages are seized. They have burned the reeds with fire. The men of war are frightened. For Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel says, The daughter of Babylon is like a threshing floor at the time when it is trodden. Yet a little while, and the time of harvest comes for her. Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon has devoured me. He has crushed me. He has made me an empty vessel. He has, like a monster, swallowed me up. He has filled his mouth with my delicacies. He has cast me out. May the violence done to me and to my flesh be on Babylon, the inhabitant of Zion will say, and may my blood be on the inhabitants of Chaldea, will Jerusalem say. Therefore Yahweh says, Behold, I will plead your cause, and take vengeance for you. I will dry up her sea, and make her fountain dry. Babylon will become heaps, a dwelling place for jackals, an astonishment and a hissing without inhabitant. They will roar together like young lions, they will growl as lions' cubs. When they are heated, I will make their feast, and I will make them drunk, that they may rejoice, and sleep a perpetual sleep, and not wake up, says Yahweh. I will bring them down like lambs to the slaughter, like rams with male goats. How Shishak is taken! How the praise of the whole earth is seized! How Babylon has become a desolation among the nations! The sea has come up on Babylon. She is covered with the multitude of its waves. Her cities have become a desolation. 
a dry land and a desert, a land in which no man dwells, no son of man passes by it. I will execute judgment on Bel in Babylon, and I will bring out of his mouth that which he has swallowed up. The nations will not flow any more to him. Yes, the wall of Babylon will fall. My people, go away from the middle of her, and each of you save yourselves from Yahweh's fierce anger. Don't let your heart faint. Don't fear for the news that will be heard in the land, for news will come one year, and after that in another year news will come, and violence in the land, ruler against ruler. Therefore, behold, the days come that I will execute judgment on the engraved images of Babylon, and her whole land will be confounded. All her slain will fall in the middle of her. Then the heavens and the earth and all that is therein will sing for joy over Babylon, for the destroyers will come to her from the north, says Yahweh. As Babylon has caused the slain of Israel to fall, so the slain of all the land will fall at Babylon. You who have escaped the sword, go, don't stand still. Remember Yahweh from afar, and let Jerusalem come into your mind. We are confounded because we have heard reproach. Confusion has covered our faces, for strangers have come into the sanctuary of Yahweh's house. Therefore, behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will execute judgment on her engraved images, and through all her land the wounded will groan. Though Babylon should mount up to the sky, and though she should fortify the height of her strength, yet destroyers will come to her from me, says Yahweh. The sound of a cry comes from Babylon and of great destruction from the land of the Chaldeans. For Yahweh lays Babylon waste, and destroys out of her the great voice. Their waves roar like many waters, the noise of their voice is uttered. But the destroyer has come on her, even on Babylon. Her mighty men are taken, their bows are broken in pieces. For Yahweh is a God of retribution. He will surely repay. I will make her princes, her wise men, her governors, her deputies, and her mighty men drunk. They will sleep a perpetual sleep, and not wake up says the king, whose name is Yahweh of Armies. Yahweh of Armies says, The wide walls of Babylon will be utterly overthrown. Her high gates will be burned with fire. The peoples will labor for vanity, and the nations for the fire. And they will be weary. The word which Jeremiah the prophet commanded Sariah the son of Neriah, the son of Masiah, when he went with Zedekiah the king of Judah to Babylon in the fourth year of his reign, now, Sariah was chief quartermaster. Jeremiah wrote in a book all the evil that should come on Babylon, even all these words that are written concerning Babylon. Jeremiah said to Sariah, When you come to Babylon, then see that you read all these words, and say, Yahweh, you have spoken concerning this place to cut it off, that no one will dwell in it, neither man nor animal, but that it will be desolate forever. It will be, when you have finished reading this book, that you shall bind a stone to it and cast it into the middle of the Euphrates. Then you shall say, Thus will Babylon sink, and will not rise again because of the evil that I will bring on her, and they will be weary. Thus far are the words of Jeremiah. Chapter 52 Zedekiah was twenty-one years old when he began to reign. He reigned eleven years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Hamutal, the daughter of Jeremiah of Libna. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, according to all that Jehoiakim had done. For through Yahweh's anger, this happened in Jerusalem and Judah, until he had cast them out from his presence. Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. In the ninth year of his reign, in the tenth month, in the tenth day of the month, 
Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came, he and all his army, against Jerusalem, and encamped against it. And they built forts against it round about. So the city was besieged to the eleventh year of King Zedekiah. In the fourth month, in the ninth day of the month, the famine was severe in the city, so that there was no bread for the people of the land. Then a breach was made in the city, and all the men of war fled, and went out of the city by night, by the way of the gate between the two walls, which was by the king's garden. Now the Chaldeans were against the city all around. The men of war went toward the Arabah, but the army of the Chaldeans pursued the king, and overtook Zedekiah in the plains of Jericho, and all his army was scattered from him. Then they took the king, and carried him up to the king of Babylon, to Riblah, in the land of Hamath, and he pronounced judgment on him. The king of Babylon killed the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. He also killed all the princes of Judah in Riblah. He put out the eyes of Zedekiah, and the king of Babylon bound him in fetters, and carried him to Babylon, and put him in prison until the day of his death. Now in the fifth month, in the tenth day of the month, which was the nineteenth year of King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, who stood before the king of Babylon, came into Jerusalem. He burned Yahweh's house, and the king's house, and all the houses of Jerusalem, even every great house he burned with fire. All the army of the Chaldeans, who were with the captain of the guard, broke down all the walls of Jerusalem all around. Then Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, carried away captive of the poorest of the people, and the residue of the people who were left in the city, and those who fell away, who fell to the king of Babylon, and the residue of the multitude. But Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, left of the poorest of the land to be vineyard-keepers and farmers. The Chaldeans broke the pillars of bronze that were in Yahweh's house, and the bases and the bronze sea that were in Yahweh's house in pieces, and carried all of their bronze to Babylon. They also took away the pots, the shovels, the snuffers, the basins, the spoons, and all the vessels of bronze with which they ministered. The captain of the guard took away the cups, the firepans, the basins, the pots, the lampstands, the spoons, and the bowls, that which was of gold in gold, and that which was of silver in silver. They took the two pillars, the one sea, the twelve bronze bowls that were under the bases which King Solomon had made for Yahweh's house. The bronze of all these vessels was without weight. As for the pillars, the height of the one pillar was eighteen cubits, and a line of twelve cubits encircled it, and its thickness was four fingers. It was hollow. A capital of bronze was on it, and the height of the one capital was five cubits, with network and pomegranates on the capital all around, all of bronze. And the second pillar also had like these, and pomegranates. There were ninety-six pomegranates on the sides. All the pomegranates were one hundred on the network all around. The captain of the guard took Sariah the chief priest, and Zephaniah the second priest, and the three keepers of the threshold, and out of the city he took an officer who was set over the men of war, and seven men of those who saw the king's face, who were found in the city, and the scribe of the captain of the army who mustered the people of the land, and sixty men of the people of the land who were found in the middle of the city. Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, took them and brought them to the king of Babylon, to Riblah. The king of Babylon struck them and put them to death at Riblah in the land of Hamath. So Judah was carried away captive out of his land. This is the number of the people whom Nebuchadnezzar carried away captive. In the seventh year, three thousand twenty-three Jews. In the eighteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar, he carried away captive from Jerusalem eight hundred thirty-two persons. In the twenty-third year of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, the captain of the guard, carried away captive of the Jews 
745 people. All the people were 4,600. In the 37th year of the captivity of Jehoiachin, king of Judah, in the 12th month, in the 25th day of the month, Evil-Merodach, king of Babylon, in the first year of his reign, lifted up the head of Jehoiachin, the king of Judah, and released him from prison. He spoke kindly to him, and set his throne above the throne of the kings who were with him in Babylon, and changed his prison garments. Jehoiachin ate bread before him continually all the days of his life, for his allowance there was a continual allowance given him by the king of Babylon every day a portion until the day of his death all the days of his life. The Lamentations of Jeremiah Chapter 1 How the city sits solitary that was full of people. She has become as a widow who was great among the nations. She who was a princess among the provinces has become a slave. She weeps bitterly in the night. Her tears are on her cheeks. Among all her lovers she has no one to comfort her. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They have become her enemies. Judah has gone into captivity because of affliction and because of great servitude. She dwells among the nations. She finds no rest. All her persecutors overtook her within the straits. The roads to Zion mourn because no one comes to the solemn assembly. All her gates are desolate. Her priests sigh. Her virgins are afflicted, and she herself is in bitterness. Her adversaries have become the head. Her enemies prosper. For Yahweh has afflicted her for the multitude of her transgressions. Her young children have gone into captivity before the adversary. All majesty has departed from the daughter of Zion. Her princes have become like deer that find no pasture. They have gone without strength before the pursuer. Jerusalem remembers in the days of her affliction and of her miseries all her pleasant things that were from the days of old. When her people fell into the hand of the adversary, and no one helped her, the adversaries saw her, they mocked at her desolations. Jerusalem has grievously sinned, therefore she has become unclean. All who honored her despise her, because they have seen her nakedness. Yes, she sighs and turns backward. Her filthiness was in her skirts. She didn't remember her latter end. Therefore, she has come down astoundingly. She has no comforter. See, Yahweh, my affliction, for the enemy has magnified himself. The adversary has spread out his hand on all her pleasant things, for she has seen that the nations have entered into her sanctuary, concerning whom you commanded that they should not enter into your assembly. All her people sigh. They seek bread. They have given their pleasant things for food to refresh their soul. Look, Yahweh, and see, for I have become despised. Is it nothing to you, all you who pass by? Look, and see if there is any sorrow like my sorrow, which is brought on me, with which Yahweh has afflicted me in the day of his fierce anger. From on high he has sent fire into my bones, and it prevails against them. He has spread a net for my feet. He has turned me back. He has made me desolate, and I faint all day long. The yoke of my transgressions is bound by his hand. They are knit together. They have come up on my neck. He made my strength fail. The Lord has delivered me into their hands, against whom I am not able to stand. The Lord has set at nothing all my mighty men within me. He has caused a solemn assembly against me to crush my young men. The Lord has trodden the virgin daughter of Judah as in a winepress. For these things I weep. My eye runs down with water, because the comforter who should refresh my soul is far from me. My children are desolate. 
because the enemy has prevailed. Zion spreads out her hands. There is no one to comfort her. Yahweh has commanded concerning Jacob that those who are around him should be his adversaries. Jerusalem is among them as an unclean thing. Yahweh is righteous, for I have rebelled against his commandment. Please hear, all you peoples, and see my sorrow. My virgins, my young men, have gone into captivity. I called for my lovers, but they deceived me. My priests and my elders gave up the spirit in the city, while they sought food for themselves to refresh their souls. Look, Yahweh, for I am in distress. My heart is troubled. My heart turns over within me, for I have grievously rebelled. Abroad the sword bereaves. At home it is like death. They have heard that I sigh. There is no one to comfort me. All my enemies have heard of my trouble. They are glad that you have done it. You will bring the day that you have proclaimed, and they will be like me. Let all their wickedness come before you. Do to them as you have done to me for all my transgressions. For my sighs are many, and my heart is faint. Chapter 2 How has the Lord covered the daughter of Zion with a cloud in his anger? He has cast the beauty of Israel down from heaven to the earth, and hasn't remembered his footstool in the day of his anger. The Lord has swallowed up all the dwellings of Jacob without pity. He has thrown down in his wrath the strongholds of the daughter of Judah. He has brought them down to the ground. He has profaned the kingdom and its princes. He has cut off all the horn of Israel in fierce anger. He has drawn back his right hand from before the enemy. He has burned up Jacob like a flaming fire, which devours all around. He has bent his bow like an enemy. He has stood with his right hand as an adversary. Has killed all that were pleasant to the eye. In the tent of the daughter of Zion, he has poured out his wrath like fire. The Lord has become as an enemy. He has swallowed up Israel. He has swallowed up all her palaces. He has destroyed his strongholds. He has multiplied mourning and lamentation in the daughter of Judah. He has violently taken away his tabernacle, as if it were a garden. He has destroyed his place of assembly. Yahweh has caused solemn assembly and Sabbath to be forgotten in Zion. In the indignation of his anger, he has despised the king and the priest. The Lord has cast off his altar. He has abhorred his sanctuary. He has given the walls of her palaces into the hand of the enemy. They have made a noise in Yahweh's house, as in the day of a solemn assembly. Yahweh has proposed to destroy the wall of the daughter of Zion. He has stretched out the line. He has not withdrawn his hand from destroying. He has made the rampart and wall lament. They languish together. Her gates have sunk into the ground. He has destroyed and broken her bars. Her king and her princes are among the nations where the law is not. Yes, her prophets find no vision from Yahweh. The elders of the daughter of Zion sit on the ground. They keep silence. They have cast up dust on their heads. They have clothed themselves with sackcloth. The virgins of Jerusalem hang down their heads to the ground. My eyes fail with tears. My heart is troubled. My liver is poured on the earth because of the destruction of the daughter of my people. Because the young children and the infants swoon in the streets of the city, they ask their mothers, Where is grain and wine? When they swoon as the wounded in the streets of the city, when their soul is poured out into their mother's bosom. What shall I testify to you? What shall I liken to you, daughter of Zion? What shall I compare to you, that I may comfort you, virgin daughter of Zion? For your breach is as big as the sea. Who can heal you? Your prophets have seen false and foolish visions for you. They have not uncovered your iniquity to reverse your captivity, but have seen for you false revelations 
and causes of banishment. All that pass by clap their hands at you. They hiss and wag their head at the daughter of Jerusalem, saying, Is this the city that men call the perfection of beauty, the joy of the whole earth? All your enemies have opened their mouth wide against you. They hiss and gnash their teeth. They say, We have swallowed her up. Certainly this is the day that we looked for. We have found it. We have seen it. Yahweh has done that which he planned. He has fulfilled his word that he commanded in the days of old. He has thrown down and has not pitied. He has caused the enemy to rejoice over you. He has exalted the horn of your adversaries. Their heart cried to the Lord, O wall of the daughter of Zion, let tears run down like a river day and night. Give yourself no relief. Don't let your eyes rest. Arise, cry out in the night. At the beginning of the watches, pour out your heart like water before the face of the Lord. Lift up your hands toward him for the life of your young children, who faint for hunger at the head of every street. Look, Yahweh, and see to whom you have done thus. Should the women eat their offspring, the children that they held and bounced on their knees? Should the priest and the prophet be killed in the sanctuary of the Lord? The youth and the old man lie on the ground in the streets. My virgins and my young men have fallen by the sword. You have killed them in the day of your anger. You have slaughtered and not pitied. You have called, as in the day of a solemn assembly, my terrors on every side. There was no one that escaped or remained in the day of Yahweh's anger. My enemy has consumed those whom I have cared for and brought up. Chapter 3 I am the man who has seen affliction by the rod of his wrath. He has led me and caused me to walk in darkness and not in light. Surely he turns his hand against me again and again all day long. He has made my flesh and my skin old. He has broken my bones. He has built against me and surrounded me with bitterness and hardship. He has made me dwell in dark places as those who have been long dead. He has walled me about so that I can't go out. He has made my chain heavy. Yes, when I cry and call for help, he shuts out my prayer. He has walled up my ways with cut stone. He has made my paths crooked. He is to me as a bear lying in wait, as a lion in secret places. He has turned away my ways and pulled me in pieces. He has made me desolate. He has bent his bow and set me as a mark for the arrow. He has caused the shafts of his quiver to enter into my kidneys. I have become a derision to all my people and their song all day long. He has filled me with bitterness. He has stuffed me with wormwood. He has also broken my teeth with gravel. He has covered me with ashes. You have removed my soul far away from peace. I forgot prosperity. I said, My strength has perished, along with my expectation from Yahweh. Remember my affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the bitterness. My soul still remembers them and is bowed down within me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. It is because of Yahweh's loving-kindness that we are not consumed, because his compassion doesn't fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Yahweh is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Yahweh is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that a man should hope and quietly wait for the salvation of Yahweh. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone and keep silence. Because he has laid it on him, let him put his mouth in the dust. If it is so that there may be hope, let him give his cheek to him who strikes him. Let him be filled full of reproach. For the Lord will not cast off forever. 
For though he causes grief, yet he will have compassion according to the multitude of his loving kindnesses. For he does not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men, to crush underfoot all the prisoners of the earth, to turn away the right of a man before the face of the Most High, to subvert a man in his cause, the Lord doesn't approve. Who is he who says, and it comes to pass, when the Lord doesn't command it? Doesn't evil and good come out of the mouth of the Most High? Why does a living man complain, a man for the punishment of his sins? Let us search and try our ways, and turn again to Yahweh. Let's lift up our heart and our hands to God in the heavens. We have transgressed and have rebelled. You have not pardoned. You have covered us with anger and pursued us. You have killed. You have not pitied. You have covered yourself with a cloud, so that no prayer can pass through. You have made us an offscouring and refuse in the middle of the peoples. All our enemies have opened their mouth wide against us. Terror and the pit have come on us, devastation and destruction. My eye runs down with streams of water for the destruction of the daughter of my people. My eye pours down and doesn't cease without any intermission until Yahweh looks down and sees from heaven. My eye affects my soul because of all the daughters of my city. They have chased me relentlessly like a bird, those who are my enemies without cause. They have cut off my life in the dungeon and have cast a stone on me. Waters flowed over my head. I said, I am cut off. I called on your name, Yahweh. Out of the lowest dungeon you heard my voice. Don't hide your ear from my sighing and my cry. You came near in the day that I called on you. You said, Don't be afraid. Lord, you have pleaded the cause of my soul. You have redeemed my life. Yahweh, you have seen my wrong. Judge my cause. You have seen all their vengeance and all their plans against me. You have heard their reproach, Yahweh, and all their plans against me, the lips of those that rose up against me, and their plots against me all day long. You see their sitting down and their rising up. I am their song. You will pay them back, Yahweh, according to the work of their hands. You will give them hardness of heart, your curse to them. You will pursue them in anger and destroy them from under the heavens of Yahweh. Chapter 4 How the gold has become dim, the most pure gold has changed. The stones of the sanctuary are poured out at the head of every street. The precious stones of Zion, comparable to fine gold, how they are esteemed as earthen pitchers the work of the hands of the potter. Even the jackals offer their breast. They nurse their young ones, but the daughter of my people has become cruel, like the ostriches in the wilderness. The tongue of the nursing child clings to the roof of his mouth for thirst. The young children ask bread, and no one breaks it for them. Those who ate delicacies are desolate in the streets. Those who are brought up in purple embrace dunghills. The iniquity of the daughter of my people is greater than the sin of Sodom, which was overthrown as in a moment. No hands were laid on her. Her nobles were purer than snow. They were whiter than milk. They were more ruddy in body than rubies. Their polishing was like sapphire. Their appearance is blacker than a coal. They are not known in the streets. Their skin clings to their bones. It is withered. It has become like a stick. Those who are killed with the sword are better than those who are killed with hunger. For these pine away, stricken through, for lack of the fruits of the field. The hands of the pitiful women have boiled their own children. They were their food in the destruction of the daughter of my people. Yahweh has accomplished his wrath. He has poured out his fierce anger. He has kindled a fire in Zion, which has devoured its foundations. The kings of the earth didn't believe, 
neither did all the inhabitants of the world, that the adversary and the enemy would enter into the gates of Jerusalem. It is because of the sins of her prophets and the iniquities of her priests that have shed the blood of the just in the middle of her. They wander as blind men in the streets. They are polluted with blood, so that men can't touch their garments. Go away, they cry to them. Unclean, go away, go away, don't touch. When they fled away and wandered, men said among the nations, They can't live here any more. Yahweh's anger has scattered them. He will not pay attention to them any more. They didn't respect the persons of the priests. They didn't favor the elders. Our eyes still fail, looking in vain for our help. In our watching we have watched for a nation that could not save. They hunt our steps, so that we can't go in our streets. Our end is near, our days are fulfilled, for our end has come. Our pursuers were swifter than the eagles of the sky. They chased us on the mountains. They set an ambush for us in the wilderness. The breath of our nostrils, the anointed of Yahweh, was taken in their pits. Of whom we said, under his shadow we will live among the nations. Rejoice and be glad, daughter of Edom, that dwells in the land of Uz. The cup will pass through to you also. You will be drunken, and will make yourself naked. The punishment of your iniquity is accomplished, daughter of Zion. He will no more carry you away into captivity. He will visit your iniquity, daughter of Edom. He will uncover your sins. Chapter 5 Remember, Yahweh, what has come on us. Look and see our reproach. Our inheritance has been turned over to strangers, our houses to aliens. We are orphans and fatherless. Our mothers are as widows. We have drunken our water for money. Our wood is sold to us. Our pursuers are on our necks. We are weary and have no rest. We have given our hands to the Egyptians and to the Assyrians to be satisfied with bread. Our fathers sinned and are no more. We have borne their iniquities. Servants rule over us. There is no one to deliver us out of their hand. We get our bread at the peril of our lives. Because of the sword of the wilderness, our skin is black like an oven because of the burning heat of famine. They ravished the women in Zion, the virgins in the cities of Judah. Princes were hanged up by their hands. The faces of elders were not honored. The young men carry millstones. The children stumbled under loads of wood. The elders have ceased from the gate, and the young men from their music. The joy of our heart has ceased. Our dance is turned into mourning. The crowd has fallen from our head. Woe to us, for we have sinned. For this our heart is faint. For these things our eyes are dim. For the mountain of Zion, which is desolate, the foxes walk on it. You, Yahweh, remain forever. Your throne is from generation to generation. Why do you forget us forever and forsake us for so long a time? Turn us to yourself, Yahweh, and we will be turned. Renew our days as of old. But you have utterly rejected us. You are very angry against us. Well, that's our reading for this week. I look forward to reading with you again next week.